0: And I thank him um, for asking me to present the gospel to you today. Um, it is not the easiest thing for me to do. I'll just be honest with you. And A's already been talking to you this morning. He's been telling you about how last week has just been an incredible overturn in our lives. It's just been like, I don't know, I can't even explain it. And it started... Last Sunday, does anybody remember what pastor preached last Sunday? Come on, come on, Candace and Samantha, I know you know. Oh, she's digging out her notes. Sober or intoxicated. That worked my spirit over last week, I'm just telling you. And then Monday, he said we went over to see Pastor Burrow. Tuesday, Bishop Webb was in Bologna. We went back over. And then... um, Monday night, though, Wednesday, we drove to Poplar Bluff. I just, I'll just finish my story. I got out of my notes. See, Ari, I'm already out of my notes. <clears throat> we went over Wednesday to Poplar Bluff, and we've enjoyed um, John, Reverend Bishop, doctor. I don't know. He had a whole long list of names. John Francis from the United Kingdom, and he was incredible, incredible. And so I expect the same atmosphere in this place this morning. And God has not disappointed, has not disappointed. But on Monday night, Brother Burrow preached on Ruth, as he would call it, Ruth, just saying. And he preached about how Naomi had went. And remember, they picked up all their stuff and they went to the different land and then all of them passed away, and the daughter-in-law stayed, and the one daughter-in-law, Ruth, stayed with Naomi. And through all of that, she became very bitter, and she became very distraught. But Ruth continued to stay, and then Ruth found Boaz, right? You guys remember these stories? I know I know you remember, and you remember because you were with me. And so Ruth found Boaz, and it brought joy when they had their first baby, right? Everybody remembers the story, right? We've been recharged and we've been refreshed. Several months ago, the Lord dropped the word anchor into my spirit. And today, these bricks are kind of anchors. I'm just going to say, if I picked up this one, it's kind of heavy. You know, most of you know, like you see a boat, like I'm, well, I grew up boating on the water and all that fun stuff. Haven't done that in 34 years because Drew don't like the water, so (laughs) he's afraid of sharks in the lake, yeah. And so, but most of you know, if you get out in the middle of the water and you want to actually stay there, you should know you have to have an anchor, right? Because if not, your boat will not stay where it's supposed to be, correct? So you're going to just keep on drifting and you're going to keep drifting. So today I'm going to talk to you about the word anchor. What are you anchored to? Come on, Peyton. I knew you would not disappoint. Look at that. Ah, oh, Millie. Where did Millie go? Desiree and Donna. Did you guys pass out? Did you get the paper and pen to everyone? Okay. Real quickly. I know we're running out of time. Everybody get a piece of paper and a pen? The pastor needs one, I see. Okay. It's not for you just to take notes. Now, if you want to take notes, you can. But I want you to, to take this piece of paper, and I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you while, <laughs> while I'm speaking this morning. And think about what you're anchored to. Everybody got one? Pen, piece of paper, pens, and it's a nice, good cardstock. Would you stand for the reading of the word out of Psalm 61? It's a long chapter. It's eight verses. We're going to read it all. Hear my cry, O God. And tend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth, while I cry unto thee, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock. That is higher than I. For thou has been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in the tabernacle forever. I will trust in the cupboard of the wings. (laughs) Selah. Be done. For thou, God, has heard my vows. Thou has given me a heritage of those that fear thy name. Thou wilt prolong the king's life and his years as many generations. He will abide before God forever. Oh, prepare mercy and truth which may preserve him. So I will sing praise unto the name forever that I may daily perform my vows. Would you pray, Pastor? Would you pray over me this morning? Holy Spirit. Holy are you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. 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 In the name of Jesus. You may be seated. Sometimes we allow our lives to overwhelm us. Not long ago, I texted my mom thank God I have a mom still, my praying mom, my God-fearing mom. And I shot her a real quick text, and it was quick, real long. And I told her all my life's problems. I poured out my heart in that quick text, and I ended my text with, I will call you soon. I didn't have time at the moment because I was so busy. I had other stuff I needed to do. And I just didn't have time to just stop and talk about my problems. And my phone rang immediately. On the other end, I heard my mom very concerned. And she says, are you okay? And honestly, I was kind of irritated because I was like, I just told you I will call you. I don't have time to do this right now. And tears began to stream down my face. I said, I will be. Then she asked me about Peyton. She said, is Peyton okay? And I'm like, Peyton? She goes, well, you had a doctor's appointment. For those of you that don't know, Peyton had cancer. So she was very concerned about Peyton. And then her next words were, do I need to come? I said, no. I said, no, Mom, I'm going to be okay. At that moment, I was anchored to a situation I had no control over. I couldn't get over it. I had prayed about it. I had cried. I had talked to my pastor. He's always close. I had anchored myself. Here's my anchors today. Well, they're kind of tied up. I had anchored myself in disappointment. Disappointment. I'd anchored myself in why. Why, God? Now, my anchors are getting heavy. They just don't match my outfit. They needed some bling or something on them. And then I'd anchored myself to how come? God, how come? I got all these anchors. I'm going to tell you, they're heavy. They're painful. They hurt. This went on for days. I'd lay down at night. And I'd replay the scenario over and over in my head. Until I'd fall asleep. I'd wake up and I'd start playing that same scenario over again. I found myself bound to chains of disappointment. But when my mom actually said to me, Are you okay? I could barely breathe. I was overcome. Now I'm crying. I'm all up in my feelings. I had to tell her everything's fine. And I'll just have to call you back. I don't have time to talk about it right now. At that moment... I wish I would have heard a small voice that would have said, Shelly, just go to Psalm 61. But I didn't. Or maybe even Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. But I didn't. I felt like my face was up against a wall. And I couldn't get over it, I couldn't get under it, I couldn't get around it, I couldn't go through it. But I'm going to guarantee you, my anchor got a little heavier that day. Because my heart was broken, Tyler. I had a broken heart. So now, I got all this baggage, I got all this stuff... I'm overwhelmed, and what I really need to do, instead of hanging on to all of my stuff, I needed to go to my rock. I really should have went to my high tower, and I, I, I did. I was still come into prayer. I still, I didn't miss prayer. I was still trying. I was still doing my things. I should have went back to my shelter, and I really should have hung out there. But I kept my anchor attached. Yes, I am the pastor's wife. Yes, I hung out with my anchor. I hung out with my feelings. I'm sure I even petted them and probably hugged them a few times and said, Oh, my heart is so broken. Instead of trusting in my covering, I continued to anchor in my disappointment. Psalm 61 says it very clear. Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. It was a praying from David. And he had understood, this is from a commentary, that though God hears all prayer in one sense... In the sense of answering and responding favorably, God does not hear or attend to all prayer. Opening his prayer this way, David did not presume a response from God, but actively asked for the response. He asked him to listen, to take action. God, please don't allow my prayer to just lay there. From the end of the earth, I will cry out to you. From the very bottom, from the very deepest bottom of my broken heart. It was overwhelmed. I was crying out. I needed something. I needed someone. I even texted a friend of mine and I said, this is this, this. And their response was, it happens. I was like, ugh. I felt like everywhere I turned, it was a closed door. I was feeling alone. I felt despair, crying out, and no response. I felt as if there was no hope. My heart is overwhelmed, the scripture says, so lead me to the rock, that is higher than I. David knew there would be times that his heart was overwhelmed. In those moments, he needed three things. He needed a rock, a place of stability and security, something strong enough to stand against crashing waves or a quaking earth. He needed a rock that was higher than he was. That's exactly what he needed, a place above himself, A place above his wisdom and above his abilities. He needed the supernatural is what he needed. He needed God to lead him to that rock. Don't forget you can write your words down anytime you want. David was unable to get the firm-footed place above his crisis on his own. On a Tuesday morning, I came into prayer. After, after last Monday, I came into prayer, and I go to my prayer spot. If you want to know, it's the last pew in the floor. I was the only one that day. Nobody else came. I wasn't even offended. I actually was glad. Because when Pastor Burrell had preached, he had preached directly to me. He had preached about Naomi. Naomi was broken, bitter, lonely, full of despair with a heart that needed repair. And I couldn't fix my issues. I couldn't pull hard enough on my lines. My anchor was so heavy. And the saddest part is I kept adding to my anchor. Ultimately, Jesus is the rock that is higher. He's higher than I. And it's exactly what the scripture. Higher than I because his divine origin. Higher because of his perfect obedience. Higher because of his supreme suffering. Higher because of his ascension to the right hand of power. What? Are you anchored to this morning? Verse 3 and 4, and I'm not going to go through the whole verses. You guys all just got wound up. says, you have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. David remembered that God answered such prayers in the past. He had been his shelter and his strong tower for me. The enemy had brought doubt, fear, worry. Bitterness, anger, hatred. When you let that anger stay with you, it becomes a very lonely place. Because I'm going to tell you, the more you add to your anger, you can't move it eventually. You'll become stagnant and you die. I'm pretty sure I can't carry all ten of these blocks because I watched Jackson try to carry six of them one fail. It's okay. I think Taylor, Taylor did that. Isaiah 54:17 says, "No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against you in judgment shall condemn." This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and the righteous of Me, says the Lord. I laid up there Tuesday. Broken, hurt, lonely, frustrated, aggravated, mad, whatever. My paper definitely was not big enough. That's why I had to make these big ones up here. I was full of pain. Here's another one. Oh. I was full of pain. And guys, I don't miss church, I'm just saying. And it was leading to bitterness. But the word says, I'll abide in your tabernacle forever. A tabernacle is like a tent. It's a refuge. For your weariness, it's a place where you're protected from the elements. The tent is a place where you can meet God. And the scripture then says, I will trust in the shelter. And remember, this is a prayer. He's praying this now. I will trust in the shelter of your wings. Those birds, those mama birds, they stretch those wings out. Yesterday I'd been gone. It felt like I'd been gone a month. Got those three big old burly boys. And I come in, I'm like, hug me. One of them almost leaned its face over to me. The other one leaned kind of to the side. And the third one, I said, if you don't hug me, I'm going to punch you. So, we'll let you decide how it went. Those mamas get our our wings out, and we want that shelter. We want to protect them. That's what he does for us. He puts those wings out, and he pulls us in. When you go to God, and you need those wings, and you need that mercy, and you need that shelter, and you need the strong tower, your tabernacle, I needed every one of those things. I needed to feel like it was going to be okay. I needed all those things to disappear. I needed these things to disappear is what I needed. From the bottom of my broken heart, it was overwhelmed. But as I prayed, I shook off some bitterness. God took the pain away. My broken heart was restored my broken heart was restored because God said it's okay Shelly my how comes become I see I see now get them off here right my wise because I am a why girl ask my mama my wise he said don't worry about it I got it and my disappointment was changed into victory and in dancing. My disappointment was changed into victory and in dancing because he had pulled me up underneath him, Desiree. He said, Come on. And I laid there and I cried and I wailed, and I moaned before the Lord for probably an hour and a half. And I just could not, I, I needed that intense moment with the Lord so that he would say, it's okay. Lay down your fear, lay down your grief, lay down your frustration, lay down your anger. And come up underneath my wings and rest and rest because it says, I will give you rest. I will give you rest. He led me to the rock and took off all, all, all of my anchors. And I'm going to tell you what, after Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, pastor prayed over me. He said, you'll never be the same. And I looked at Drew and I said, I don't feel the same. I don't feel the same. I have been changed. I have been radically
1: changed
0: in my heart and in my life. And you have that option today to walk in that same freedom, to take it all off and set it down. And I'm not picking it up. I'm not taking it back with me because I don't want to go back to the bondage
1: that was holding me back from worshiping the Lord, that was holding me back from lifting my hands, that was holding me back from shouting unto the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I won't go back. I won't go back.
0: It's left me hungry. It's left me thirsty. It's left me wanting more and more and more. But I, I had to go. I had to go to the rock. I had to lay it down. If today you have sat here and you've realized how heavy your anchor is and maybe you've written on that piece of paper over and over and maybe you scribbled it out and maybe you, and I don't know. You have a lot of options. Your piece of paper, if you've written anything on it, I'm just going to tell you I had lots of words and there was a whole lot more, but Donna didn't have time to finish my paperwork. I could have had a whole lot more. I'm like, Donna, help me. I need help. Today, we're going to tear up some stuff that Satan's tried to attach to us. Do you believe it? You didn't get very excited about it. Now, I expected in my moment, in my sermon, because I'm a visualist, I expected everyone to stand to their feet and say, yes! That's how I expected it, but you're all still sitting. Yes! (laughs) That's what I expected. That's my visual. I have visual things in my mind. Stand to your feet. Today, I asked Peyton to play a song for me. And I tell you, every time I hear it, I cry like a baby. And it is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I I urge you to memorize it. My boys had to memorize it for school. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Yeah. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. forever amen will you are you looking to dwell in the house of the lord today yes are you looking for him to be your strength to be your source are
1: you looking today
0: for him to lead you and guide you you can bring your papers Peyton. play that music please and you can bring them to the front and i don't care how much paper is left on here we have someone coming to clean tomorrow can bring them. And as you bring them, I didn't get a chance to tear mine up. I just laid them on the ground and stepped on them. Begin to tear them up. And this is what you have to do. You have to speak. My broken heart is no longer. My pain is gone. And you have to speak it out. Speak it out. The enemy <laughs> Don't like it when we speak. He wants us quiet and he wants us shut up. He wants us to be beside ourselves and alone. Disappointment is gone in the name of Jesus. Come on, come on. Come on, just move on up to the front and start
1: rejoicing in the Lord. The how comes are gone. The why is gone. The pain is gone. The anger is gone. The bitterness is gone in the name of Jesus.
0: Bitterness is gone in the name of Jesus. I can't hear your music. Bitterness is gone in the name of Jesus. And you can just let those pieces
1: fall where they may. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus, right now, I know this is not what is ordinary, but I don't like ordinary. I like change. And God, I'm asking you, yes, I feel freedom in this place. Freedom in this place. Freedom in this place. Freedom in this place. Look at the paper. I love it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, we're binding and we're rebuking and we're shouting unto you, oh God, with a voice of triumph jesus name we are free from anxiety free from depression we are free in the name of jesus you have you oh god you oh god you are our source you are our strength you are our comfort you are our god oh god would you just shout unto the lord Must destroyed in the name of Jesus. They're destroyed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you, we worship you. Oh, hallelujah. We worship you today, oh God. Oh, it does. It lives with me and I can walk in your peace, oh God. Oh, you are our source. You are our strength. Would you come here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: If you want prayer this morning, we'll pray with you.